The year is 2001, and a 10-year-old boy is sitting in the basement of his friend's house at a birthday party, watching a PG-13 rated film, painfully aware that he was breaking the law. The year is 2008, or maybe 2009, or, or 2010. And a late teenage boy is not enjoying a film that his older brother hyped up maybe too much. This week, we're talking Rat Race. How Star Wars is it? Well, hello, Mike. Hi, Josiah. It's it's me, Mike, and it's you, Josiah, and we're the co-hosts of How yeah. Star Wars Is It. That's it. That's the show you're listening to, everybody. Yeah. Um, it's a show where we compare things to Star Wars and figure out how Star Wars everything is on a scale of one to ten. Right. Look, everything is at least a little bit Star Wars. Can Everything's we all agree a little on that, bit please? Star Wars sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's it's a matter of how Star Wars things are, and that's what we're going to yeah. get to the bottom of, and eventually yeah. we're going to cover everything. For the most part, yep. we've tackled movies. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Some TV we've shows. We've dipped our toes into the idea of concepts or foods, mm-hmm. uh, but- uh, Have we we're, done a book? I don't know if we've done a straight up book yet. Hmm. That's hmm. an interesting point. We should probably start with the best book, the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, it's a bestseller for a reason, baby. Hey, there you go. <laughs> mm. So um, this week we're talking about. So Mike, that's came probably to what me. Jesus would have wanted, right? That his book was like the a bestseller. <laughs> yeah, Jesus really cared about numbers. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he was like, "Listen, I want to, I want to be, I want to be pushing some units." Yeah, let's move some paper. Um, I so Mike came to me possibly <laughs> in a fever, uh, a, a, someone I would say a fevered pitch. Uh, um, in text message about the movie Rat Race not too long ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually going to uh, look up that message exchange because you mentioned that earlier in this recording that we were doing a different episode, and I don't remember being super hot about it, but I, I well, must have been. <laughs> you were, I mean, it, it was it was more like you were just aghast like yeah. about the movie itself it's just uh, an absolute mystery as to like how someone um uh, like I, I you know i do comedy i have a at least a, some sense of how to write things um and i don't know how you write this movie <laughs> yeah yeah i mean like i guess it was written by like rolling dice <laughs> It, well, the th- okay, this is what my question was about this movie, because, like, I watched it. So, I saw, so th- the joke being, right, we've talked about this movie before a little bit, because uh-huh. it, it was part of Mike's impression of himself as a 10-year-old right. watching Rat oh, Race. PG-13. <laughs> <laughs> and I, so I remember my older brother, who's uh, about six years older than me, five, no, five years older than me. Uh, I remember him talking about this movie and, like, thinking it was really funny. I remember him uh, saying the phrase prairie dog in it mm-hmm. and saying, it's a race. I hope I win. <laughs> um, and, like, remember him, like, liking the movie. I truly don't remember when I actually watched it. I think it must have been in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it might have been with my brother. I don't remember. I remember, like, thinking it was funny back then. Um, right. And, and then, like, it, when I was talking to Mike about it, because Mike was, was texting me, like, gosh, how did this movie get made? It's so weird and wild. And I was like, <laughs> well, yeah, the like, it's a weird movie. And so I watched it again today to like jog my memory. And I was like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm staying with my parents. And I was like, yeah, mom, do you want to watch this? Because we watched some, some of the watch <laughs> stuff in like the middle of the afternoon. I was like, I was going to watch it downstairs in my room. But like, if you want, because uh, she had never seen it. She was like, sure. And so she kind of was like doing <laughs> other stuff and coming in and out. And then she was like, your dad has to see this. He would like it. Mm-hmm. And so my dad like came down for the last half of it. And like, they were laughing at it sometimes like there were some big good laughs for them but they, my yeah. mom was also like the first thing that my dad was said was like gosh talk about random yeah. and then my mom was like <laughs> my mom was like gosh are they running out of ideas like close to the end Truly. but she was like still laughing like they end up and in that like monster truck thing and it's like this felt tacked on <laughs> no the, yeah at a certain point this is i had the same <laughs> issue with this movie that we talked about a little bit with space balls and yes, like, austin like powers where i was boring like boring toward the end <laughs> yeah where the last 15 minutes is like god <laughs> end it and okay i took 
a lot of notes. About I'm really this happy to hear that because so to to give some background of my viewing of this, um, Caitlin and I were sitting at home and we're scrolling through Netflix and we're like, should we watch Rat Race? And then we watched <laughs> Rat Race. It was not uh, for the show, uh, like uh, many other things that I've watched in the last year or so. Like I would not have otherwise really cared to watch Sharknado, uh, but it was funny sure. with our little bit we were doing. <laughs> But we were like, let's watch Rat Race. And uh, boy, oh boy, I'm just like confounded by the fact that like that movie was pitchable and that movie was able to be understood at the like studio level to be like, yeah, sure. Here's a couple million dollars to make a movie. You know, like I, I, (laughs) it's just dumbfounding to me. So Um, it's, it's, it's a sort of spiritual remake of it's a mad, 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 mad world. Right. And I've never seen that. And I feel like I should now that we're essentially, by the way, listeners, uh, we are going to just completely pivot at this point and change how Star Wars is it to a like rat race deep dive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I have so many ideas about rat race. I want to look at like every character's path and like follow their journey. I want to like write a sequel. I want to uh, yeah. make build like a, a Photoshop document of like the map from Las Vegas to Silver City and then like trace everybody's paths. I want how they actually like, got there. Yeah, I mean, I want to see if we can you know reach out to the actors and interview them. <laughs> So here's what's wild, right? So, like, <laughs> apparently it's a Mad, 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 Mad world. It was, like, all-star cast, right? Uh, similar to the all-star cast of this movie, which is sure. weird to say that it's an all-star cast now because what is anyone in this movie doing? Yeah, now? you know you know you've got an all-star cast when you can name Seth Green. <laughs> Bro, like, okay, for real. Okay, real quick, though. So it's a Mad, 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 Mad world. has about the same, like, rating of, like, user rating, like, uh-huh. across the board as Rat Race. Because, right. like, I... I after watching Rat Race today, I was like, this movie fucking sucks. Like, I texted Mike, like, this movie blows. And I don't think I laugh. I didn't laugh very much. I basically only laughed when Mr. Bean was on screen because he's always funny. You want to hear my Mr. Bean revelation that I had when I was watching yeah. Yeah, it yeah, just a, a week ago? So I, I'm aware of Rowan Atkinson. He, of course, is the voice of Zazu in uh, The Lion King, as well as being he Mr. Is? Bean. Yeah. <laughs> and, I didn't know uh, that. And, uh, you know, uh, dozens of other things. Johnny English, for Christ's sakes. Yeah. I am certainly aware that he is English. Um, yes. And as we were watching this movie, I was like, oh, my God. That's not the way he talks. <laughs> But, like, somewhere in my head, it's sort of similar to the, like, the first movie I ever saw Don Cheadle in was Ocean's Eleven, so I just figured he was British. (laughs) (laughs) So I had, like, a moment of, like, wait a second, he's doing a character voice. (laughs) Yeah, dude, straight up, straight up, I don't think I knew what Rowan Atkins' real voice was for a long time. (laughs) Um, Really bananas. This movie has a terrible start to it, (laughs) and the song at the beginning is awful. The Uh, Rat Race song? Yeah, it's oh, I love terrible. that song. <laughs> terrible. The weird art that they're doing of all the uh, yeah, the like the jib stars. jab. <laughs> yeah, also t- it's okay. The thing about this movie is it's like the it's like all the nineties. I feel like I'm gonna be giggling this whole episode. Yeah, the nineties coalesced, and we're like, we're going to produce something that is like pure concentrate nineties. Yeah, and this movie came out in two thousand one, but mind you, it was so it was probably like you know filmed in two thousand or something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, maybe like or like late ninety nine or whatever. Well, but, and people, you know, when you refer to like a decade, people will oftentimes say like a long decade. You know, like from eighty nine to two thousand yes, is the nineties yes. or whatever. And well, that's the thing, right? Like you think of nineties fashion or like nineties mm-hmm. aesthetic, and like what I think of is like rat race kind of stuff right right, right. <laughs> or like your weird neon you know like full house bullshit right let's see like um 90s fashion uh i love lucy outfits and <laughs> yes. nazis and what else do they have in the 90s let's see i don't know uh, cuba gooding jr naked i guess uh-huh. never wearing clothes here's yeah. the thing this movie like i think yeah so basically i think that like they did have an all-star cast at the time like the, the people in this movie were all big names some of them in comedy some of them in like mostly I guess mostly comedy, but the thing is, it's like <laughs> no one is funny in this movie, no, right. except for Mr. Bean. Talk and about an all-star cast. They also had Smash Mouth, <laughs> dude. Right? <laughs> I have. I do. Like That's a little the bit biggest of a t- all-star cast you're ever gonna find. <laughs> I, I, what a get. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, and like, just, just. Uh, I want to get this out of the way. So, like, I mean, it, nobody's watching these movies as we're and like stuff as we're mm-hmm, reviewing them. Hopefully, mm-hmm. but like, this movie is. 
problematic in every way. Like oh every my different god, way. that was one of the only takeaways I had. Was like, man, it's constant like attempts at a laugh, but their only sort of tools in their toolbox are punching down at those who are marginalized yeah. and then yeah. like car wrecks. <laughs> yeah, it's. I was like, this movie is trying to do a lot of slapstick <laughs> stuff, but it doesn't sell any of it yeah and then like just the first scene <laughs> is what's his face brecken whoever who yeah. was like faded into obscurity but was like i don't know hot at one point yeah brecken meyer yeah brecken meyer and amy smart are these sort of like attractive mm -hmm. like leads of this like as much as there is a lead yeah, in I this guess. yeah and not right and not, neither of them are doing anything uh, anymore it seems but the first scene is Brecken Meyer denying that he bought like racist porn about like with oh black women God, right. and there's a <laughs> there's a black family behind him mm -hmm. and he's just denying it and I was like what's the joke because he seems to think that he like legitimately did not watch anything yeah right and, there, so, and, and the woman's so... like well it's on your tab and i'm like <laughs> what's the joke here did he actually watch it or is it or did he not because the joke is just there yeah, isn't one he's it, just making it would the have family been behind played, him uncomfortable it would have been played differently if he had in fact ordered that and watched it a dozen times he would have been more like hey hey take it easy well it's like it's but like it's it's like there was a clerical error and he's getting blamed for it and like yeah. no one is like ceding their position at all. <laughs> right. It's like the Swedish penis pump in Austin Powers. Yes. It's funny because we know Austin Powers did actually yes, buy it. Exactly. And if Breckenmeyer had actually bought it, it still wouldn't be funny because it's like they're like, isn't it funny that he's like watching some porn about like you know black women? It's like not really, especially not with like children behind him. It's not so funny it's, so much as it, it's not even really all that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's how they start the movie. Oh God, that's right. I, oh, I at one point I was like, I just, I like, I wrote fucking Seth Green, fucking his brother can't talk. Like, who even is his brother? Yeah, I've never Wh seen Whoopi's that guy there. in my fucking life. <laughs> yeah, I wrote Whoopies there. Shortly after I wrote Whoopies there, I wrote I haven't laughed yet. And then I said <laughs> Kathy and Jimmy's here. And then I wrote Mr. Bean. Now I'm laughing because <laughs> like yeah. Mr. Bean. Yeah, he's I hilarious. I think is the only funny part of this movie. John Cleese is in it. He's problematic now. He's like racist. Mm -hmm. Um. They play Who Let the Dogs Out. They play, oh, like, right. I Believe in Miracles. They play every song that you're supposed to. This movie was directed by the guy who directed Airplane. <laughs> and it, like, Airplane's a comedy masterpiece. And this movie right. is, like, everyone in it was so tired. And everyone in it, <laughs> but also everyone in it is somehow, like, both overacting but doesn't know what their character is. Right. And it's. Man, I Truly. guess I suppose that's how it got greenlit, is it had, like, names behind it. Because, like, the Zucker I brothers guess. were involved or whatever. But, yeah. yeah. And, like, like the other it, stuff they've done, they haven't done a lot. But, like, the other so things they've confounding. done are, like, Airplane and then, I think, Top Secret, which is sort of, like, a cult classic. Right. Other and, like, did they, also, did they also do the Naked Gun? I think so, maybe. Um, Regardless. Anyway, so they were definitely going for it's some... So, it's so bizarre. Like, so those movies, like, to, to use Airplane as a sort of juxtaposition point, is, like, a genre spoof. You know, we've just had a lot of spoofs lately that we've talked about on this show. And they used that as, like, a skin to basically do sketch comedy for 90 minutes. Yes, but like yes. you had the sort of grounding element of like oh right got it it's like airport you know like it's it's a airplane mm -hmm. disaster movie um and the and then they can get away with a lot of little gags because you can return to the third, the sort of like obvious through line that it's like okay this guy's got to land this plane or whatever but this is like uh it it's just like that the fact that at one point <laughs> Dean Kane in a hot air balloon ends up sort of hitchhiking a cow on a tether I was like what how how did you write that detail yeah. I, I don't understand how you can write a movie where you're like, okay, and then the hot air balloon yeah. kind of goes rogue and it goes over a field of cows and it picks up a cow by the hoof. Like, well, so, so how do you have that thought? <laughs> so, and, and so many of the jokes in this movie are like, quote unquote, jokes or like setups are bricks that they're throwing up that then like, like the bricks do come down later, uh -huh. but in ways that you're like, how that... How the hell did you work backwards from this? Because the cow comes back to then drive the getaway car that the lawyer oh, and the God. the prostitute are driving with the money when Dean Kane is back. Right. And I'm like, 
Did you have the idea of we want this image and then you reverse engineered the hot air balloon with the cow? Or did you have the hot air balloon with the cow and thought, I know what we need? Or did you have the idea of, well, a hot air balloon needs to take the money to a Smash Mouth concert. Right. So how are we going to work in a hot air balloon? Here's another is, thought that I had is, was it uh, 90 minutes of stream of consciousness? Like yeah, it truly feels like that. Like it is, uh, and in fact, we'll we'll get into this later uh, during the game because I did a little exercise of this myself. But um, is it just sort of like uh, it's it's not a matter of like setting up little set pieces and then adding the string of dominoes between them to watch them all fall. It's just like you start with a box of dominoes and you hope that you end with like a full track. <laughs> yeah, it it's like a Rube Goldberg machine where they didn't build the middle of it. They just like shoved boulders off a cliff. I'm like, well, I hope I make toast for my breakfast. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Yeah. The, oh, like, and I don't want to, I don't want to harp on the like bad, like the actual capital B bad problematic stuff too much, but this movie literally has <laughs> right. everything. Like, oh it's yeah. Like a fucking, no stone is left unturned in yeah, terms it's of like, like a, people who don't need to be made fun of. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, it's like a little anti-Semitic, which is like made, I guess not as bad because John Lovitz and Kathy and Jimmy it are the ones. Is the, yeah doing most of that so you're like okay but but even that is sort of like okay got it so his whole identity is that he's a dad who hates his with his family and he's a jew yes like those are like the items on his like list (laughs) and it's that's that's the thing is like none of these characters are likable because none of them have an identity beyond like john levitt's identity is that he's a bad father and husband (laughs) and and that he's jewish and likes to yell at his wife and he's jewish And, like, they're driving Hitler's car, and it's very funny. And then, like, the whole thing where he comes out and he looks like Hitler, yeah. like, that is a, like, honestly, that's a pretty, like, I think that's kind of a funny that setup. That thing was, a, again, like, a walk to get, like, that one I can see the math, how they reverse engineered it. Like you were saying earlier, like, how yeah, did you like, reverse the engineer the out. cow thing? But, like, okay, got it. Like, she had dark lipstick, and he burned his mm-hmm. throat. and But, but like, that was but a the reach. Thing is, <laughs> I don't like John Lovitz in this movie enough to then at that point be like, this is a good bit. Like the only, because no one is funny in this movie except for Mr. Bean, even though a lot of these people are legitimate, like some of them comedy legends and some of them like gifted comedic actors and other things like Seth Green is fucking phoning it in this entire movie. Cuba Gooding Jr. is just like, I don't know how weird can I be? The like, (laughs) Yeah, no one is like likable or particularly interesting either. Um, no, and and fucking Newman is there. He sucks. <laughs> like, I, I had a, I had several questions. Like, okay, first off, like the the best joke in the entire movie is whenever Mr. Bean is writing, and I'm, I'm like, that's not his name, but he's no, Mr. Sure, Bean in this course. movie essentially. The best joke in the entire movie is Mr. Bean when he's at first riding in the car with Newman and he's he's singing mm-hmm. along to Chain Chain Chain, but singing yes. respect. That's a great joke. Huh? That's like I laughed out loud and was like, that's fucking Yeah, that's hilarious. a really funny and you joke. know that was Rowan Atkinson being <laughs> like, I'm gonna do this right. bit. And like cause that's like a funny like they didn't fucking write that. He just was like probably like, Yeah, this is a funny bit. So that's great. And <laughs> the only it's just like I had so many questions. Like, yeah, the, the question like, why is there a cow there? I'm like, why is it an I Love Lucy right. convention? Is it just so that when the bus tips over, go, you can Wah. hear them all do the Lucy yeah. crying thing at the same I, time? I, because of, once again, of all of the sort of like bizarre things, the Lucys I think are my favorite because like that is a complete uh, what the fuck. <laughs> it's so strange. And then of course, I mean, it, I think that that bit is pretty good and then and then they get a little transphobic which is yeah, nice yes and of also <laughs> yeah just some some casual transphobia but also it's so weird to think like how 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 much things have progressed in 20 years because really? nowadays a man in like i love lucy drag in a movie would be like yeah we've all seen rupaul's drag race right. we know like we of know course, about this there's there's probably there's probably 15 percent of that bus is drag queens <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And like we wouldn't fucking bat an eye no. at it now. I in fact like, I had that thought while watching the movie which was just like a sort of just higher up level thought than that of just like if they made this movie today, if they made a movie like this, which which uh we'll get back into this in our mini series that we spin off from this podcast. <laughs> but like I want them to do a new rat race for the 2020s and I want it to be the same level of stars. In fact, you could even just use some of the same people but um, 
you know, former SNL actors and washed up, mm-hmm. like, former critically acclaimed actors. No, no, bro. Here's the thing. We have to get people who are doing pretty well right now, but we can guarantee in 15 or 20 years they'll be doing nothing. Yes, that's a that's good point. That's what's going to be hard about yeah, casting yeah, this new Yeah, good movie. point, good point. But it's because so, everyone at this point in 2001 was doing pretty well at this movie. They were kind of hot, movie. that's right. But um, we got to make sure... And in 15 or 20 years, but they're going to be fucking nobody. Like, the thing that I want is them to do this movie now, and, like, what are what is the comedy going to be? I don't know, because there's no comedy in this movie. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's take their um, attempts at comedy, because, like, when they say or do things that are horrible, that's their attempt, it would seem, at least. Yeah, um, okay. So what here's, would here's be what some think... of the things they might do now? Okay, so here, here's what I think this movie is trying to attempt with some of these characters, right? So like you've got, let's, Hey, you know what? Let's go through the teams yeah. and try to break it down. Right. Yeah. We should also talk about like who our favorites are. And at some point mm-hmm. maybe relate it to star Wars. <laughs> well, so, so to, to bring it down to star Wars again, like you have, you have some sort of ill-defined characters, right? And uh-huh. in star Wars, these ill-defined, we've talked about before the ill-defined <laughs> characters are sold by their actors performing them. So like, yeah, that's why we like Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford in the originals and why like certain characters don't uh, gel as much in like the prequels and in the new trilogy. Right. Cause it all depends on like th- these are broad strokes. And so it depends on the actors selling them and rat race. Nobody sells it except for Mr. Bean. Okay. Right. So Very few it. people are even characters past no, their so, like, like I only know these people as Brecken Meyer and Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, and John Lovitz yep. and Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> so we have, so we have Brecken Meyer who teams up with Amy Smart. So, Brecken Meyer's thing in this is that he's like a normal guy. Right. And then Amy and he's Smart's like a lawyer. Is, he's never broken yeah. a rule. And and then Amy Smart is like, I'm sort of a bad girl now. Like I've always been kind of bad. Um and she so commits like, like felony level air yeah. crimes. <laughs> that's sort of the extent of both of their characters, is that like she's uh-huh. like, I'm bad. And he's, he's like, like, I'm hot a good and normal, guy. and he's like hot and normal, and they're yeah. they have like and then they, subtle edges to them. Yeah. Like, sort of good guy and sort of bad girl. So they're boring, though. They're right, boring. Right. Everyone else in this movie, I think, is like, well, not even, that's not even true. Because, like, like, Cuba Gooding Jr. is, like, a bad person, but. He made a mistake most... as an NFL ref. Right. And yeah. and he's a bad person because he's, like, taking advantage of a lot of people on his journey um, and lying right. a lot. But all, he's not likable. Um, Whoopi Goldberg and her daughter are both. I don't know. They're not like bad people, but they're also nothing. Like I don't understand if they were supposed to sort of have an awakening of their mother. It felt like they were supposed to have an awakening of a mother daughter relationship. And that never happens. Right. Yeah. No, they, they never have like a moment where it's like, wow, I really got to know you, which, yeah. which is what they were sort of setting up. Yeah. Uh, John Lovitz and Kathy and Jimmy and their family are un, uh, just, just incredibly annoying and unpalatable. So Kathy and Jimmy's fun because I, I like her most of the time. And I think she's doing the better than John Lovitz because John Lovitz seems like he's just yelling. Yeah. Um, the only funny thing he said was when he goes, I don't want to work at Home Depot. Like that was funny. <laughs> here's here's another else... funny thing that I thought he had because, uh, and, and by that I'm sort of being sarcastic. It, it made me laugh out loud. <laughs> The whole prairie dog in scene, which, by the way, might be yeah. the most upsetting thing, like, in the whole movie. And Yeah, like, it's, it's truly <laughs> awful. Like, it's, it's like, completely unfathomable uh, to do that to your child. Um, but, uh, you know, she, uh, the, she says, I'm prairie dog in it. And then the, they're like, what does that mean? And then the brother says, you know, prairie dog, like how it goes in and out of the hole or whatever. And then they take the most pregnant pause for comedic effect I've ever seen. Yeah. And then... They all kind of all the, the, the parents simultaneously are like, Ugh, and Ew. John Lovitz says something to the effect of like, I did not want to picture that. <laughs> and I That's was like, thing. is this comedy, like, yes. like meta comedy? <laughs> it's like everyone in this movie is going like, do not go in there. Like they're all, every line they're doing yes. is, is like, they know they're in a comedy movie and they're yes. trying. It, 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 okay. You know how you know how airplane right like so this director directed airplane right you know how airplane is like everybody is being weird like character 
and like the things they're saying are strange and like goofy and weird. Right. But it's all funny because it's like, you know, the tone of the movie. Yes. This movie is like the things that people are saying and doing are like it belongs in a weird airplane style movie. Right, but, but that's like, not the tone they set up. They set yes, up a sort like of the, realism. Uh, yes, people like are trying actors, to. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the actors or, the, or somewhere along the line, people didn't get the memo that they were supposed to be doing like a really like winky like, comedy. Yeah. <laughs> like and so Abbott all, and Costello level. Yes. Um, okay. Who are the other people we didn't get to yet? Uh, Seth Green and his brother yeah, who Seth are just Green bad people. Tongue piercing brother, which by the way, I to this day will still occasionally say, I don't hee Um, so that was nice to see again. Um, They're good. And then Mr. Like all Mr. they do Bean. for them is like, they just want to see Seth Green scream and put him in like dangerous situations. Uh huh. Mr. Bean is there. He's funny, and he gets to ride with Newman for a little bit. Are we missing anybody? Uh, let's see. You say Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, yeah. God, is that everyone? I think that's everybody. Is there not a think... single like woman on her own? It's all like no. It's Paris it's Whoopi Goldberg or... and her mom, and they're literally the only woman and, and then women. The, the and then it's John Lovitz of... and his that's wife. Crazy. Um. Yeah. And Amy Smart. So, and then of course like the the sort of tertiary supporting cast like Newman and Kathy Bates and yeah. honestly I think all the John Cleese stuff is is um at least it's like funny on paper he's John he's, Cleese I think is funny in this movie yeah like his the bits that they're doing and like the lawyer with no personality is funny yes to me. and he's um, in Arrested Development <laughs> yes and like John Cleese does suck now because he is one of those old comedians it's like I have bad opinions now and it's like yeah dude, Shut up. But, but you, he is funny you give him some of the benefit of the doubt because he like invented sketch comedy. <laughs> right. And you're like in your 90s. So, of course, yeah. your opinion. You're like, but man, yeah, like, he's yeah, you're my, my very grandpa. funny in this movie. And all the like think, bizarre, yeah. like perverse bets that they're having throughout the time yes. of like who's going to like barf first on the airplane and what well, and flavor his... of chocolate did the guy eat? Literally, like, when he's like, I'm eccentric. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, his yeah. teeth are so shiny and white. It's, yeah. it's terrifying. He's pretty so, funny. Like, th- th- this movie is... Dude, you know what? Gosh. I think it's, like... I can see what they were trying to do. Because there's a lot of, like, slapstick, goofy situational things that most of the time don't pan out. And, like, slapstick is hard to do in a funny way. Boy. Especially on in, like, a film. Yeah, I'm like, picturing I'm like any instance of like quote unquote slapstick nowadays is more like messy. Like I'm picturing like SNL sketches where they have the like barf thing rigged in their sleeves or whatever, like and they do yeah. like fake vomit or whatever. You know, like the closest I, thing that I can think to something that I think is like sort of the new, like the the sort of newer uh, like what slapstick is now is like in Bridesmaids. When yeah. like Maya Rudolph like shits in the street, yeah, you know, right. and like everything Melissa McCarthy does in that movie, yeah, like yeah. very physical, like comedian actors, and that's what's weird about this movie is like they didn't cast people to do the things that they were doing. Like I don't know, <laughs> it's very weird. Yeah. So I don't know how you'd make that movie now, right? Like I don't know who would be in it. <laughs> I don't know what it would Man, be. Man, this it's... feels like again in our mini series that we spin off, we can do sort of like what we did for the holiday special. We like can cast and and create the rat race for today. What's going to be really hard is trying to figure out what actors will be irrelevant in 20 years. Like that's I'm just thinking of like, so, okay. So John Lovitz at this point in 2001 would have been off of SNL for like a handful of years already. So like, for example, and I love him and I think he's hilarious, but the, my, my analog would be Bobby Moynihan. Sure. Sure. I I love Bobby Moynihan, but also he like essentially after SNL and like the show he got on Fox for five minutes, like he kind of got the, the bottomless pit, you know, he didn't get the Brooklyn nine, nine or the parks and rec. (laughs) Now are we, so here's the question. Are we making a rat race that is good? Yeah. Oh yeah. We, we have to. Okay. Cause uh, yeah. Unlike our holiday uh, show special thing. Yeah. Like we don't want to try to make an equally bad thing. I think, I okay, think there I is think a Bobby version. A there is a choice, universe. He's actually, yeah, very he's funny. very funny. I think there is a universe where they could make Rat Race, like it would just come out and it'd be called like the Rat Race. You know, like it wouldn't yeah. be like a sequel. It would just be a complete redo with the same sort of premise. Like people are randomly selected to, you know, race you know who to should... Silver City, New Mexico. <laughs> the, the the only thing I can think of, like, do you know what what's has a similar vibe <laughs> that I feel like it's not even a similar vibe, but like does this sort of vibe. Tiny better? Tunes, How I Spent My Summer Vacation. Well, yes, absolutely, yes. <laughs> 
but I was like, but also like, do you remember Hot Rod? Like Andy Samberg, sure. early Lonely Island. Yeah, in fact, I just watched that like a month ago. <laughs> yeah, that movie is like very early in in all their career, but it has this. It has a feel of like a weird character based thing where where there is some weird like visual slapstick kind of strangeness. Sure. And I'm it like, has so like, something honestly, going for it that it has like a story and heart and like yeah. And honestly, <laughs> so the like I feel like we should get the Lonely Island to produce the new oh, rat race because I, I think yes. their I think their sensibility yes, will make 100%. A, re- a remake. But anyway, should we talk about how Star like a little Man, bit of Star Wars stuff? I with it? love that idea. The Lonely yeah. Island presents Rat Race. Yeah, twenty. We got to get them on it because I think there's some, so okay. But real quick, so I was watching with my mom. Right at one point, <laughs> while like they're in the desert, at some point, my mom like, gosh, where's my notes? My mom looks over <laughs> and says, "I definitely see some Star Wars connections." And oh. I was like, "Like what?" I was like, "Like a desert planet because in the desert." And she's like, "Yeah, well, sure, but also like letting people you don't know take you places." And I was like, uh, "That's actually pretty good." Yeah, like stealing like, cars. <laughs> yeah, right. And like just getting strangers to give you a ride, yeah, and then yeah. all of a sudden now they're like your, I guess, partner in crime. Right. Um. So that's a connection. This movie does once, once again. This movie does not have likable characters. No. It doesn't have a hero's journey. There's not much of a plot to it speak of. It has some of. music, but like you said, it's almost so cliche that it's distracting. It's like you're watching a, a fake yeah. movie about the the late nineties. <laughs> okay. That's what this movie feels yeah. like. It feels like a fake like a movie trailer that, that they would have made, made on like 30 rock, like in the vein yes, of MILF Island. Like, yes. It's like, how do we get across to people? What the late nineties, early hundred like, percent, like the turn of the millennium <laughs> yeah. was like, <laughs> like how do we okay? How do we explain to people? How do we show people what the world was like before nine yeah. eleven? But only and just like, but only just before nine eleven in the late nineties and the turn of the millennium, and then they were like, "Well, it's this. It's it's fucking wacky and racist and yeah. weird, and not. It's not very you know fun, you know funny. what sort of like it feels like spiritual uh, cousins to this movie are now are the. Um, it feels like anything that like uh, Jason Sudeikis is in, um, you know, sure. like or, or I'm thinking of um, Game Night or uh, Date yeah, Night, yeah, where yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. they get into all sorts of like real, actual sort of high stakes, scary danger. You know, like when Seth yeah. Green and his brother are like their car is stuck on the radio tower, and it's you know, there's all sorts of just like carnage and mayhem in this movie. That if you actually did a count of how many millions of dollars of damage were caused by all these different like escapades it's mm-hmm. far more than the two million dollar prize in the duffel oh. bag <laughs> well and also like I, at a certain point i was like i'm i was like do i need to keep track of the amount of times these people should have died or been yeah arrested? and like gone to jail and i was for like life? no because i i will i will not be able to watch <laughs> yeah. the movie because i will constantly be writing down oh they should have died there they should have been arrested yes. there like this is a crime and that's it what is. those movies today feel like, the sort of, like, horrible bosses or... Um, yeah. Uh, well, you know, there is that sense of, like, I feel like that happens in a lot of comedies, right? Like, there is a idea that, like, actions don't have consequences. Right, there's, like, a further suspension of disbelief past just the typical one of, I'm watching a movie, this is all real, even though it's not. Yeah. It's, like, a further, remember, like, this like, is even less real because it's a comedy. <laughs> Yeah, I remember reading an article about like an episode of Broad City where like uh like they get high and like go trash a a, a grocery store or uh-huh. something. And the person was talking like about how like the, these these women are supposed to be poor like artists sort of living in New York. Like that would devastate them. They would be right arrested <laughs> and like be paying that back for right. like years. And I think that, like, this movie has that. It's like you said. They incurred much more damage than the $2 million. Also, like, $2 million is such a cute amount now. I'm it's like, a, It's a really strange number. <laughs> it's like, that's adorable. $2 million? I also, really? so uh, amidst the coronavirus quarantining, we have, it, we, we really, it's, I'm glad that I ended up watching Rat Race because we've gotten completely sucked in now to a show that I just completely missed the first time around. Um, but we're watching Community. And that show Bro! is just expert in comedy and tone. And, yeah. like, it's yeah. very aware that, yeah, this is a comedy television show. So, of course, things aren't, like, real. But then yet it still has, was... like, real heart. And this this movie is the exact opposite in tone and execution. 
it's like it's like the people who made this movie who made Rat Race were like, we know the math problem for comedy. <laughs> and they just like, but then like they, they forgot a didn't. negative sign or something, so everything came yeah, out it's exactly like, wrong. <laughs> well, it was like they they did the math problem, but they forgot to add heart yeah, to right. it, and so then it ended up just being joyless yes, completely. Um, <laughs> I, I love Community is one of my favorites of all time. Dude, it's I so like good. I watched it all as it like happened. Uh, and I, I mean, like I, you know, I stuck, th- I stuck th- with it sure. when it like, uh, when Dan Harmon like left, and like, y- like uh, season four is, is bad, is That's like not I good. Hear. But I watched the whole thing. Um, the first three seasons are great. Like, and I, I remember though, like my first year in Chicago was when the sixth and last season of Community was airing on Yahoo, Yahoo Screen. Stream. Yeah, right. So, if you remember that, I do and, remember like, like culturally, but again, I didn't see it then. Yeah, and I like. Uh, watched it and like the whole thing and like fucking wept because like the the you know it's like these people are you know going through life changes and stuff and no you're right it's a it's a fantastic movie or series and I actually was reading something Dan Harmon said in an interview um about like how it was so convenient having Abed as a character because totally Abed. Uh, can comment on how things are like movies and TV shows yes. <laughs> in your TV show, yeah. which is like helps the sort of like very culturally liter- literate audience that uh, like millennials are when, yeah. when, when like sometimes it stuff doesn't pass our smell meter with Abed there to be like, this is just like a TV show. We're like, okay, yeah, he gets it. Yeah. Now we, we, we are okay with this now. Yeah. It's um, super, he's, he's just so funny. I forgot that. That was on Netflix, and I think I might go back and rewatch it because it's, it's a truly treat. one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. Um, back to yeah, this shit show. Should back we should we show. go to the Sarlacc pit? I Let's guess. Go to the pit because I, I don't know if we've point, talked try about to relate it to Star Wars. Yeah, I don't know if we've, we've talked a lot about the negatives of this movie, and I think like that sort of goes with how Star Wars it isn't because most of the time Star Wars does what it sets out to do, even if what it sets out to do is bad. And this right. movie didn't really do that. So, yeah, let's go to the pit real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wee. Wee. <laughs> and we're rats. <laughs> and we're rat racing. Um, cool. So I have the game this week. Um, and I will also say that it was about uh, 10.30 or so last night. I was in bed and I should have already been asleep. And I had this <laughs> idea. So I started writing it down. And then an hour later, I was like, I got to put my phone down. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, this game is in the vein of something that you did. Um, and now, shit, I can't remember which episode it was. But it was um, when you gave me a like choose your own adventure story. Oh, it was National Treasure. National <laughs> Treasure. That's right. Which I also <laughs> coincidentally just watched National Treasure 2 Book of Secrets a couple of days ago while I was painting. Nice. Um, I just needed something in the background that was, uh, you know, completely nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this game is called Josiah Does a Rat Race. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, I suppose it's more of like a time trial than a race because there's no other characters involved here (laughs) that you're racing against. But um, you already have uh, luck in your side because you are likable and have like a overall point of view. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Um, So uh, you get a crazy coin and you turn it in at a hotel desk uh, in Las Vegas. You're in Las Vegas. Sorry. Okay. Fantastic. Beginning. Um, and, uh, they send you to a special reception and you're greeted by this eccentric hotel owner billionaire. And he tells you that you need to get to, um, Silver City, New Mexico, the fastest possible. (laughs) And then you could win a duffel bag full of $2 million. (laughs) Great. Uh, or as today, that would probably be something more like $2.8 million. (laughs) (laughs) What a difference. Yeah. I mean, $800,000. Yeah, I mean, um, I'll take okay, it. Okay, so uh, your your first so so you're in the hotel and you've already right. gotten past the point of like pfft, you're crazy and you you believe it you're <laughs> all in you buy in on this idea. Cool, 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 cool. So your first uh, fork in the road here. Do you go to the airport or do you get in your car? Okay, have I in this universe seen the movie Rat Race? <laughs> um. You you just did yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's very fresh on my mind. Yeah. Okay. But well, then, then you I... also did before that. You were probably like 16 or 17. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. So it's okay. <laughs> so we are, this is true to life. I'm going to, uh, you know what? I'm going to go to the 
airport because I think I can probably, even though like I can probably control how fast I'm going better in a car, I'm just going to like, like I cut so much time in the airport. So I'm going to go to the airport. Okay, that's a critical flaw. You're not allowed to fly right now. It's coronavirus. Oh, no! <laughs> Damn it, I thought we were in 2001 before 9-11 even. So it had been so easy. Right. Damn it. Okay, well. But, okay. but they just tell you you have to leave. There's no flying Sure. Allowed. I get to the airport. They go, turn around. Is this yeah. essential? And I say no. Right. Uh, uh, do I die like how you died in every wrong choice in, in yeah, the so National this Treasure? Will, yeah, it'll be sort of like Live, Die, Repeat or any video game that like if right, you make okay. a wrong move, you die, but you get a like a save point. You respawn. Okay. Well, in that case, I'll get in my car and I will start driving. Okay, cool. So you get in your car, but you realize you forgot a mask and gloves. <laughs> Damn it. So do you either go back for this some so at your hotel or continue on? God, I mean, is now, there? Of course, do I know? Caution is not something that anybody in Rat Race exhibited. No. <laughs> now, do I do I know that I actually have a mask and gloves at my hotel? Because I know we are in short supply right now. You do know that you they're in your okay. room, but you were in the casino and you would have just like well, immediately left. I am. I have driven recently and had to like get gas and stuff, and I do not want it. Like in real life, I don't want to touch anything on this uh -huh. journey that I'm going on. Uh -huh. So I'm absolutely going to go back and get some gloves and a mask because I know I'm going to have to stop at a, a, a gas station at some point or to pee, and I don't want to touch anything. <laughs> okay, cool. So I'm also remembering now, uh, this is my first time reading this since last night as I was like very sleepy and falling asleep. And as I said earlier, maybe this movie was written just as a stream of consciousness. <laughs> so when I answered your question just now of do you know you have them at your hotel, and I very confidently said yes because the logic held, my <laughs> thing I wrote last night at 11 and at night says, you go back to your hotel, but you don't have any, so you have to make some. <laughs> Damn it, Mike. But, You're but an unreliable you, narrator. But you do. Yeah, truly. I'm like April Foolsing myself. Um, <laughs> but you do you do make some uh, out of a canvas grocery bag and hair ties. Uh, so you're able to uh, now re-answer that question. Do you go back to your hotel for a mask and gloves or do you continue on? <laughs> so, of course, you continue Okay, on. I continue um, on. So you make it just off of the Las Vegas Strip and your car breaks down. Because, no. you know, we can't have you in your own car driving the whole no. way there. It's rat That's race, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> so, do you call a lift mm. or call AAA to repair your car? And now I will also add here, this is the only instance where I have two branching realities that eventually reconverge. But the way that you did that thing with that, like, app or whatever, and you you could make a bunch mm -hmm. of eventualities. I only did one divergent because <laughs> I was typing this on my phone in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, well, I don't... Triple A. Well, con considering how much uh, the old coronavirus has played into this <laughs> so far, I don't want to call a lift because I don't want to endanger anybody or endanger okay. myself. Uh-huh. Uh, and I also don't know if anyone is allowed to drve right now. Right. So I'm going to go ahead and call Triple A. Okay, cool. That's good because that was my favorite of the two. Okay. Um, you call AAA for repairs, but the AAA number that you have written down somewhere um, is actually for an organization called the Animatronic Abe Association. Um, and so it's this guy in a big pickup truck filled with robot Abraham Lincolns comes Great. by and offers to give you a ride. <laughs> Um, uh, I gotta accept. Oh yeah, you have to, because otherwise you die of exposure. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, okay, so uh, the driver is a mechanic for Abe Lincoln robots across the country. Uh, these ones in his his truck are all in parts and pieces, but they all start talking and fritzing out. You know, you just nice. hear like. Terrifying. A jaw that's like half slack, and it's like a nation divided unto itself, unto itself, unto itself. <laughs> um, you notice one of the Abraham Lincoln robots has very, very lifelike human eyes that look scared. Oh, God. Then you see that the driver has a stovetop hat and a fake beard in a bag labeled for next victim. No, no. This guy is going to turn you into a Lincoln bot. <laughs> oh, you no. open your door and climb up onto the top of the pickup. You know, you're moving. You're driving down the desert. Um, you open the door of the truck on your side. You climb up onto the top of the pickup to get into the truck bed. 
um, and you see a flatbed truck passing by, and it's full of beanbag chairs on its <laughs> flatbed. So do you jump into it, or do you stay in the Lincoln bot truck? <laughs> well, I... Okay, here's the thing. I kind of want to save the human-eyed person that I saw in the Lincoln Bot truck. <laughs> so I think I'm going to keep my finger in the little page here. I'm okay. going to try to stay in the Lincoln Bot truck and see what happens. Okay, my what I literally have written is jump or don't. No, you're dead. <laughs> oh, damn it! <laughs> so, uh, too bad you can't save that guy, I guess. Damn it! Um, so do you jump to the beanbag truck? Yeah, I'll jump into the beanbag truck. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> I'm realizing now <laughs> that I have maybe like four places where you can basically just say yes or no. <laughs> Good. And then I just read from my phone. <laughs> okay, I love okay. it. So you land, you land in a bunch of the beanbag chairs and the beanbag truck. It's soft, thank goodness. And you ride on this thing for miles without anybody even realizing you're there. Um, you see over the side of one of the beanbag chairs a sign that says Silver City, New Mexico, 20 miles. Okay. You are so close. And right as you notice that, the truck slows down and it pulls off the road and stops. And then the doors open and you hear two gruff voices. And this is the dialogue. We couldn't just stop when we got to Silver City. Hey, I told you, I gotta piss, and I don't want to be doing the pee-pee dance while we're offloading all of this meth. Plus, I feel like shooting my gun a few dozen times. Oh, no. Wait. You realize that these beanbag chairs are all full of drugs. No. (laughs) Do you either stay completely silent or sneeze? Well, okay, real quick. (laughs) Do they sound like... Walter White and Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad. Oh, wait. Let me go back up to that. Uh, Hang on. uh, Let me reread that dialogue. I missed a couple words. Okay. Jesse, (laughs) we couldn't just stop when we get to Silver City. Hey, bitch. I told you, Mr. White, I got to piss. And I don't want to be doing the pee-pee dance while we're offloading all this meth. Plus, I feel like shooting my guns a few dozen times. Yeah, science, bitch. Okay, so it is. So yeah, no, I'm now, I guess I don't know. I guess, based on I, so, that dialogue, I suppose you can infer what you want. So this is now a universe in which I've seen the movie Rat Race, but also Breaking Bad is real. <laughs> or at least there are two people who have taken their names yeah, and mannerisms like, do from their whole them. thing. <laughs> yeah, they they have maybe maybe they're copycats of the show. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and sneeze. <laughs> Uh, okay, hang on. Like, uh, good, because the option of staying silent um, was you sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> You're silent as long as you can, and then you sneeze. So, okay, you hey, sneeze. When you gotta sneeze, then, you gotta sneeze. And then you hear one of them say, what the? And then they come by to investigate, and they see you, and you're hiding in the beanbag chairs. And then you have the option of two different things you can say to them. Either, I didn't see anything, and I don't know nothing. Or, what a fine meth I've gotten myself in. And then shoot away super fast in a cloud of smoke, leaving behind a cloud the shape of your body. I definitely want to sound like uh, the, that, that one character that's Nagelpuss? in the old movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I definitely want to sound like him and, and make the meth joke and okay. be a little puff of smoke. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, good, because the other one was they shoot you full of holes. Damn, um, yeah, so I'm you, making really good calls here. But yeah, so you got away uh, in a cloud of smoke, and they're left just scratching their heads. Um, cool, okay. You run and run and run and run. You see a building uh, at the side of the road with a sign that says, Rent Cars. You rush to the front of a line, and there's like six or seven people in line. And you say, that one, I want that one. And you hand over $200 in your pocket to the guy at the counter. Everyone in the line is super pissed that you cut in front of them. And the guy just sort of shrugs and goes, okay. And he gives you the keys to a shitty-looking Ford Taurus. And he points it out. Uh, You get into the car, and you turn the keys, but the engine won't start. Uh, You look back at the building, and the sign actually says, Dent Cars. And it's one of those places where you, like, pay 50 bucks to hit a car with a bat. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. The whole line of people now is coming at you with their bats, and one guy has a torch. 
Um, <laughs> and they begin wailing on the car. Do oh, you? Oh, not on me? Good. Oof. Well, yeah, you're in the car. Oh, scary. And you've locked all the doors. So they're, they're wailing on the car, but it's, you know, you're, it's only a matter of time before they get to you. So do you either try to escape or hit your head in frustration against the steering wheel? I'm okay. I think I'm going to try to escape first. Okay, cool. Uh, you get out, and they all just beat you with bats. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, so fine. I'll hit my head against the steering wheel in frustration. <laughs> okay. Um, cool. Just like Marty McFly in Back to the Future, when he hits his head against the steering wheel in frustration, the engine starts. <laughs> you peel out, and you run over all the bat people, and you head to Silver City. You pull into the now, train station. Now, wait. When station. you say bat people... Are they half bat, half person? Wait, let me go back up and check what this says. People holding bats, sucking blood, echolocating. <laughs> yeah, no, I, so <laughs> it is. We're taking a real, like, supernatural binge here. I like this. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so you arrive at the Silver City train station, and you park, and you walk in. You're going to win. You get to the lockers. You go to locker 001. You take out your golden key and you put it in, turn the latch, and there's the duffel bag. You take it out and you see $2 million. It is all yours. And next to the lockers, you see a man standing in, in the same room as you. It's Ben Bailey, host of Cash Cab. <laughs> and you are then told by Ben Bailey that you can either keep the $2 million or go for double or nothing on a video bonus question. Double <laughs> or Nothing. Oh so, yeah. Do you keep the money or do double or nothing? I do. I. You know me. I'm going double or nothing, baby. Okay. I want to. I want to have some fun. <laughs> so, just because this is the last thing in my phone, it is definitely the thing I wrote latest at night. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like do any reverse engineering. It was completely stream of consciousness, and I'm reading this now and remembering it, and I'm like, what? Okay, so <laughs> you do double or nothing. The video that he plays on the back seat of a car headrest <laughs> is of Yosemite National Park. And it okay. uh, it's a bunch of, like, you know, Ken Burns effects and, like, drone shots of Yosemite. And the entire time, it spells out the name Yosemite on the screen. Um, after it shows you all of that, the question just says, say the name of this park. And, of course, you saw it written on the screen, but um, you've only ever seen it written and you've never heard it before <laughs> you pronounce it yos might <laughs> so ben bailey takes your money away you lose <laughs> willy wonka comes in and says you lose good day sir and then the bat people with bats catch up and hit you on your head and a giant cartoon bump rises out of your skull and birdies <laughs> fly around your spinning eyes <laughs> damn <laughs> Okay, so that was a bad ending. Yeah, right. The The good ending was, do you keep the money, and then you say yes, and then I was like, yeah, no, right, it's $2 million. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so nothing ha So if I just kept the money, I would have just had it, and I, there was no, no Smash, Smash Mouth concert Mouth. or anything? <laughs> all right. Well, then, I'll, then I wish I would have picked yeah. that one, but unfortunately, I love to gamble. <laughs> That's why I was in Las Vegas, baby. Of course baby. it is. Boy. Yo, Smite. You could write... <laughs> like, that... <laughs> that's all that was about like as like too like not to pat myself on the back but that yosmite idea is almost like too interesting and funny to have been in rat race <laughs> <laughs> well it's 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 sort like, of like the coin toss bit you know like a yeah that is almost as <laughs> like cogent with its ideas as the movie rat race and i was uh falling asleep yeah Oh my goodness! Well, I'm sad I didn't get all the money. That yeah, that's too sucks. bad. But oh well. And that's the only I, I one that you don't get anyway. to go back and change your answer. On. Yeah, I mean it's the ending. What are you gonna do? You know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> glad that you went for double or nothing though, because I got to reread that thing I wrote when I was mostly asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad that like there were several different people who provide people with like money making opportunities that are fantastical, like the cash cab and Willy Wonka was there. <laughs> I was kind of hoping he would be like, uh, you're like, like he would do what he did to Good Charlie day, Bucket and right. at the end of the movie, but then I'd like get a chocolate factory or something. Oh, but I guess, oh, uh -huh. you know, I guess I got to work with what I have. Yeah. I guess I could have said that. Like you then take out an everlasting gobstopper no. and you leave it on Willy Wonka's desk 
and you walk away. Listen, and then he says, I, Charlie. <laughs> I get what I get, all right? And I'm not going to throw a fit. I'm really glad you picked the triple A, too, by the way, because the Lyft option of calling a Lyft was actually the whole Lyft app had very recently been hacked and changed into an app called Luft. And uh, a giant red balloon comes down to pick you up instead of a car, uh, mm. like a Luft balloon. But very quickly you realize the balloon operator fully intends on flying up as far as he can, as far as he can, only to then skydive away. So do you take his parachute and stay in, or stay in? Um, and then if you stay in, you die. And if you took his parachute, you fall down to earth and you pull the chute and then you land on a flatbed truck full of beanbag chairs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we got back to Je- my, my good friends, Jesse and Walt. Yeah. All roads lead to the beanbag chair, uh, flatbed truck. What was, so should we like talk about how this is star Wars or something? Yeah. Let's do it real quick before we wrap should up. We maybe try do to... a full whole other episode where we actually do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If I talk, I, as I mean, part of our could. miniseries that we spin off, yeah, we definitely could because <laughs> it is. I could, I could continue to pick this movie apart. I think for the rest of my life, I, I truly could too. Um, the Squirrel Lady, Kathy Bates, the Rocket Car is <laughs> Kathy Bates is a vision and is a visionary in this movie. Truly, when Cuba Gooding Jr. cons the bus driver into giving him his uniform by just saying things like placenta and vagina, and the guy is so like bewildered, yeah, and, and like upset by that. That that's okay. That's another example of like <laughs> these people were like in a comedy movie. Yeah, like the way Cuba Gooding Jr. goes, yes, vagina. Yeah, I it's know. Like, dude, it's like who it's who like, let was you this for a first grader. Yeah, who let you make that choice? Because, like, truly, it's funnier if you, like, don't do a silly voice and make a silly face while you say vagina to scare this man. Like, yeah. why did you – who let you – like, you don't – like, Airplane wasn't funny because freaking – what's his name? Yeah, uh, Leslie, Leslie Nielsen. Nielsen he was, was so like, straight. Yeah, he wasn't funny because he was like, boy, oh, yoing. Yeah, right. <laughs> don't call me Shirley, bat. Like <laughs> – like, come on, dude. Oh, man. Is Cuba Gooding Jr. not funny? Like, what does he do recently? Because I remember... Yeah, I don't know. But we also, in the same day as watching Rat Race, watched one of my very favorite movies of all time, A Few Good Men. And he has a very quick part in that movie as well. And I was like, wow, we're having a real Cuba day. <laughs> well, I feel like he's a good actor. Uh, yes. Because well, he was Rudy, right? He was in Rudy? Is um, Rudy good? Is that Cuba Gooding Jr.? Uh, like no, that's uh, Sean Astin. Are you thinking of radio? <laughs> no. Oh, I'm thinking of radio, dude. <laughs> oh my god, I'm thinking of radio. Man, that which is not good. I haven't seen it. <laughs> that's so funny. I've only seen oh Snow god. Dogs and Rat Race. <laughs> dude, I saw Snow Dogs too, and that also and sucked. Pearl Does Cooper Gooding Jr. suck? No, I think he's actually great, but uh, but yeah, right. He he maybe uh got a couple too many bad projects, and now might be perceived as such. Yeah, that, you're probably right. Um, okay, so what do we have? We have. No plot. God, a rocket have, car. That's kind of Star Wars. Sure, they're the in a desert. Planet. They're on a they're on a journey. They are doing like a quest to get like a MacGuffin. Yeah, thing, to get like is, a lot of money to really save our skin. Mm-hmm. There, which sort of gets it there. Uh, like I said before the break, this movie does not do what it sets out to do. Which I think even the bad Star Wars movies are at least kind of d- doing that. Right. Um, it's misogynistic and racist and. I'm sure there's other like minorities or those in uh, margins of society that get punched down mm-hmm. at that I'm not thinking of. <laughs> and Star Wars is that a little bit. Oh yeah, like mentally handicapped. Oh yeah, as super well. ableist. Yeah, man, they really don't pull any fucking punches in this. Yeah, movie. that like at that part, like that part happened, and I was like, oh god, I forgot. And like my mom, yeah, like I had to, and like right as it began, we Caitlin and I both went like, ooh, like boy. Yeah, <laughs> my my so my mom uh uh works at a uh, art center for adults with disabilities. Her like degree was in music uh-huh. therapy. And so I was like, uh-huh. Oh God, mom, this part's going to, this part sucks. And like, she didn't react super intensely to it. Uh, but yeah. I was just like, this, this, this sucks. Why did they have to do this? Yeah, part that like it? super sucks. Yeah, I was like, Jesus. <laughs> it really. And then like, they have like the only Asian person that gets to say anything in the movie is the Asian. I love Lucy. And she like does a racist accent. That's like, Oh, that's and right. I'm like, really? Oh, All of it. Like they really did. We're like, who can we, who can we make fun of in a way that's 
mean and not funny and like totally. checked every box. The only good thing about this movie is Mr. Bean and then Smash Mouth at the end because yeah. Mr. Which is a truly strange choice and it's like very good. It's so like <laughs> the Smash Mouth guy is not by any means like an excellent actor. No. no. <laughs> but him getting so pumped like yeah is so great. Two million, two, two million dollars. He's like so once again, this movie is like if someone was like, we have to explain to people what it was like. Okay. There was this thing called Smash Mouth. And they had one yeah. song that every movie was required was to play movie. for about a year. <laughs> and they made a, they made some kind of deal with like, I don't know, oh, the, 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 the thing. What, what's the thing that the controls like the, the FCC? They made, they made a deal with them. And they were like, every movie has to play All Star or else... Uh, we walk and they're like, all right, you're well, there you yeah. go. We're going to play all-star now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just so strange. Yeah, I could really continue on this for like another day or two but, of just like, okay. like I outlined earlier, like we could start a fucking rat race podcast network. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but to, to all that, all that to say, like, I just, I don't think it's very Star Wars because I don't think there's sci-fi elements. It is trying to be a comedy and like Star Wars it yeah. isn't trying to be a comedy. Well, Right. Um, and and is so this tries to be a comedy and is not funny and Star Wars does not necessarily try to be a comedy yet is funny. Yeah, there are parts of Star Wars like there <laughs> the, the funny bits in Star Wars are infinitely more funny than the fun well I, that's not true because the funniest part of uh Rat Race is Mr. B and singing along RASPECT to <laughs> Chain 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 and that is hilarious. But everything yeah, else funny. Is like substandard to anything, any like C3PO joke. Like, right. just pick any of them, and they're all better than all the jokes in Rat Race, except for the, anything Mr. Bean does. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, God. I'm like. And while Star Wars sometimes errs on the side of a little bit racist, it's never like super uh, terribly. Uh, like definitely intended yeah. you know like people kind of tell George like hey that's kind of racist and he's like well I didn't intend it to be whether or not you did is beside the point but like an alien uh, is not the same as like an Asian I love Lucy doing like a racist Asian yeah voice. it's 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 it reminds me of like oh, what was the interview I can't remember it might have been with I can't remember what Asian actor it was with uh, that was like on the Jeff Foxworthy show where they like did the oh did the, the joke was that he had didn't have an Asian accent and he was like I at that point I was like I'm never gonna take another part like this because this fucking sucks, um yeah that sucks. but no yeah at least like in Star Wars it's like a slightly different because they're like it's aliens and you're like okay like I, I guess yeah. but it's still like a little <laughs> little gross but I I don't think it's yeah I'm I'm, I'm air- so like with movies I, I feel like we often start at a five and go up or down I feel like I'm going yeah. down on this just because it's like yeah I can't find things that coincide with Star Wars that like are convincing enough Mm-mm. in a in a no. in a way that I'm like this would actually add points to the scale. Right, not whatsoever. Yeah. This is going to be pretty low for me. Like Star Star Wars for example starts with an opening crawl of text and not in fact weird little like caricatures with like big heads of all the cast and characters. Yeah, little like like jib jab email. <laughs> with a song that's like it's a Star Wars, it's a yeah. Star Wars. It's like elf yourself. Like those yeah. emails that your mom and grandma totally. sent you back in the Jib jab. <laughs> Freaking jib jab, dude. Oh god. <laughs> Rat race. Jib Rat jab. race equals jib jab. Another thing, maybe, maybe they did that. How jib jab? Maybe they did that because they're like, we have to let people know what it's like. There's these weird big head things, and it's funny, and we like it right now. I don't know why. We all have bad they taste. They invented this thing called email, and right away they were like, "What stupid thing can we use this yeah. for?" <laughs> it's like it's like it's like they were saying, "Like, listen, at the turn of the millennium, everything sucked. We had bad taste in movies and TV shows." And so this is what it is, all right? Here it is. This is this is the peak. We got the biggest stars of today. It's Brecken Meyer. Don't you like his likable face? It's Brecken Meyer. He was he's going to be in Garfield one day, dude. <laughs> and work on Robot Chicken. Yeah. He's going to be in Garfield and never be in anything else ever for the rest of his life. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, brother. I so like I've been watching 
He was on a, a Second City show one time with a uh, friend of the show, CJ Tour. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, real quick, I, I feel bad because I did list, I did just look up Rick and Myers filmography, and he was in Franklin and Bash, which did run from 2011 to 2014. Oh, so, sure. like, he has worked a little bit. But um, I forgot what else. Oh, yeah. So, I have been, real quick, before we wrap up, I have been uh, slowly but surely watching uh, Buffy the, Vamp- the Vampire Slayer with charlie because it's like her favorite from back in the day and i had right. uh never watched it because vampires were scary and i used to be afraid of everything and also probably wouldn't have been allowed mm-hmm. to watch it because it was like you know mature like tv 14 or whatever that rating is um sure. but seth green is in it and it's like his first thing i think oh, yeah, like he's right. in the first season and he's adorable and good and i was like oh it's kind of cute. Back when have you seen? Speaking of his first thing, have you seen his uh, Nerf commercial from? Oh like, yeah, the 80s? dude. <laughs> That's classic. It, I think it may even have a not in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's man. If I were to sum up Seth Green's like nineties, eighties, nineties, two thousands like life as an actor, that would be the way I would describe Just it. Not, not. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Seth Green has shown not. up so much in the last couple episodes. He's been freaking awesome. Yeah, I probably he has. talked about this in Austin Powers too. Anyways, we should rate this because I'm gonna die. Yeah. Um, okay. What's your unit of measure? Um. Uh, hmm. My unit of measure is going to be uh human hearts. <laughs> That part is so strange. Wait, yeah, we said that this movie really failed because it didn't have any heart in it, but we were oh, wrong. Oh, dude, <laughs> we were wrong. We were wrong. Or maybe they stuff. just misunderstood, you know, a studio note of like, yeah, I get where this is going, but you really need to add like heart. And they were like, oh, that's <laughs> like, what Wayne oh, Knight got needs. It. We'll get we'll get Newman in there. <laughs> we'll get Newman in there. Um, I'm gonna my unit of measure is gonna be Kathy Bates' Squirrels. Uh huh. Because uh, it's just unfathomable. And I think I'm going to give it, oh, dude, I don't know. We just did cooking and we gave it a two. And this, <laughs> I feel like I gave it a two. I feel like it has to be higher than cooking because it's, it's a movie. But also, it's not. So I'm just going to say two again. Two Kathy Bates' squirrels. That's hilarious because in my head I was like, well, this can't be higher than cooking, which I gave a three. So I think I'm going to give it two. <laughs> <laughs> Two human hearts. Yeah, it's our scale. So some movies are less <laughs> Star Wars than concepts. I can't imagine we've given a movie a two, though, before. Uh, I don't know if we have. This but one hey, is just it's, so... It's like the coronavirus time, and we're maybe losing touch with, like... <laughs> with reality? What the world is actually like, yeah. Yeah, with ourselves, maybe. Yeah. Looking too deep into that abyss. Well, do you want Do you want us on the internet? Um, you can find us... <laughs> At How Star Wars Is on Twitter and Instagram. Our email is a good podcast at gmail.com. Check out the upcoming The Rat Race podcast with Josiah and Mike. <laughs> Which is only kind of a joke because it might. Yeah. <laughs> we might do I mean, it. I want to do it. <laughs> because also, also, it's like we kind of have a lot more spare time than normal. So, yeah. I mean, we could. <laughs> stay uh, tuned, I guess. Follow us tuned. on Twitter and Instagram and we'll keep you uh, abreast of the yeah. goings on. Um and I got nothing else to plug. Yeah, really. I'm I'm done. Yeah, I'm done with this movie for now. Um, well, yeah, I mean, sh- let's. It's about time for the bye bye. Yeah, I'd say so. Well, then, like we always say, we love you, and may the fourth, fourth be with you. Bye. The year is two thousand eight. Or maybe 2009 or or 2010. And a late teenage boy is not enjoying the... (laughs) (laughs) Is not enjoying a film as much as his older brother hyped it up to him. That doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. Is not enjoying a film that his older brother hyped up really, really big. No, that also doesn't make sense. (laughs) Put this at the end of the episode. (laughs) Yeah.